<laughs> Did I scare you? Listening to the podcast that answers the only question that matters in horror film. Did I scare you? I am your host, Jake Albrecht. And I am his co host and America's littlest brother, Vin. How you doing today, Vin? I am okay. Um I don't really have anything much to say. <laughs> yeah. Not you know Hey Vin. Yeah. Can I say this as your brother and your friend? Yeah, you don't sure. always have to fill these little spaces here, you know? You just gotta be you. If you're just okay, then it's okay to be okay. Oh, cool. I, I didn't realize this is the podcast where my big brother gives me, like, subtle compliments from time to time. I'm fucking fooling. You better bring <laughs> something on the next segment. Okay, alright. That, that There we go. That feels like the podcast. For those of you who haven't listened before, I... This is not the podcast where I emotionally abuse my brother. It might be, actually. It, it kind of is, but that's okay. I, listen, for all of you that think that it's not, I promise it is. <laughs> this is also the podcast where we two brothers switch off picking horror movies in an attempt to scare the other one. Vinny, I selected the movie this week. What is the name of the movie I selected? You have selected for all of us the sequel to the summer blockbuster, I Know What You Did Last Summer. Except this one is I Still Know What You Did Last Summer. Yeah, which is kind of confusing, because like last summer, he was kind of the impetus. Right. <laughs> so it's like, you know what you did last summer? Run from me. But the summer before that? You'd so still you really ran. should say, I still know what you did two summers ago. <laughs> That doesn't really roll. But you know what, though? I say it doesn't roll off the tongue, but this title absolutely doesn't roll off the tongue, so... Fitty, they had a third one that they were going to do that they canceled in 2006. Do you want to know what that one was going to be called? I still vaguely remember what you did last <laughs> summer. <laughs> I wish. I wish. I seem to recall you did something last summer. <laughs> hey. Did you do something last summer? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I feel like my mom was telling me you did something last summer. What was it? You was kill a guy? Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> All right, what was the actual title? I'll always know what you did last no. summer. No, it's not. No, it's not. It's better than if it was like a disinterested like partner was like, I'll never know what you did last (laughs) summer. (laughs) No matter how many times you tell me. Oh, you know what I remember what you did last summer? You dumped me. (laughs) Jennifer Love Hewitt. Yeah, like your friend was in a parade or something. Like, no, she was murdered next to a parade. You're like, like, all right, that's pretty close though. Yeah. (laughs) I you know what? That's a rim shot. I'm sorry. It's like, I remember that there was a parade. I think you got to give me credit for it. I'm halfway through. Can anybody tell that this uh, this movie has gotten us to a point where we're like, <laughs> I mean, we're trying here. We're trying to keep this pretty interesting. Don't, tell- <laughs> Don't show up your belly. That's just weakness here. You just this, keep pressing through. This is episode 109. 
I feel as if I've come to a comfortable position to let people know. Yeah, it's uh, this was a rough time. <laughs> you know what's interesting about this movie is they kept introducing these character actors I I like and other things, and then they didn't do shit with them. Yeah, it does really feel like like a missed opportunity with some people, like. Jack Black was in this movie, and I was, and it took me a second, and then I'm like, no, that's absolutely Jack Black, and what are you doing here? It's like, do I want to watch Jack Black make Mackay Pfeiffer bad because he's wearing dreadlocks? A little. <laughs> so, you know, we got that going on in this movie. Sure, like, Jeffrey Combs shows up, and, like, I mean, we'll get to, like, what he does. There's one notable thing, but not much else. Not much. No, 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 no. So, Jake, when was this uh, movie made? And uh, I, my other follow-up question is, like... Oh, dude, fuck if I know. 98, 97? Something gotcha. like that. So, I'm assuming that, basically, this movie <laughs> was garnered because of the success of I Know What You Did Last Summer? At least yeah, enough. although... All right, this one was 98. Yes, but also, like, Scream was really popular, and Kevin Williamson had written both. Except, Kevin Williamson at this point had left this because he was working on Dawson's Creek, which had just come out and was, like, a big smash success. So he didn't write this movie. I bet you could tell. (laughs) Oh, okay. Yeah, I heard that he did, I know what you did last summer, and wrote Scream around the same time, but didn't release Scream and this, like, I know what you did last summer, like, kind of went off first to see how it would go. No. And Scream ended up being more successful. Yeah, no, incorrect. No. Scream came out first, and then they were like, Kevin Williamson's popular, let's make that script he wrote. Oh, oh, that's my bad. I, You know what? It was reversed then, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you got, you're putting the Williamson clear- <laughs> before the cart there, Vid. I clearly do not remember what happened last summer. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, what's last summer? <laughs> I think that was winter, wasn't it? <laughs> I don't know, Vid. Should we recap the first one for those who haven't listened to the first episode or for some reason seen the first movie but are listening to this episode? Sure, we could do like a quick little synopsis. Why not? Alright, so, like, it's basically, there's, like, four teenagers, they hit a dude with their car, after some bickering, they decide to dump the body, thinking he's dead. He's not dead, then he stalks him, and he keeps, like, saying, like, I know what you did last summer, which is, like, you know, tried to murder me. Right. Then it turns out there was, like, something where, like, he had killed some other guy, and then on his way back from dumping the body, that's when they hit him, which is just... (laughs) It's never going to be not hilarious. It's hilarious in the sense that if if they really wanted to make this current movie, like, good, it would have been great that, like, the fisherman had, like, his own, like, serial killer following him. What would have been better <laughs> is if the first movie ended with somebody, like, hitting Freddie Prince Jr. where they're dumping the body. <laughs> and then this one's Freddie Prince Jr. being like, well, I've learned from the best. I'm going to fuck this guy's world up. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, he does play a little bit of, like, a vigilante of, like, I'm coming to save the day in this role in this movie, so. Yeah, and the other main thing for the first movie was Jennifer Love Hewitt had bangs, and it made me furious. 
Yeah, Jake made it basically his mission to, like, almost, like, exclusively put, like, a Banks joke in almost everything. It framed her face wrong. It made her face look too small for her body. Yeah, I won't lie. It definitely was not a good hairstyle for Jennifer Love Hewitt. It was like her eyes were peeping out of a tiny window. <laughs> I... I could see it. <laughs> I know. I, I really paid a picture, Vin. You did really good. All right. Well, I mean, that's that shit. Like, if you want to get into more detail, you can go back and listen to our episode where we did the the whole entire movie. It was, it was a pretty good one. As as listeners, John and Chris once told us we squeezed every ounce that we could out of it. So, thank you. It was the nicest possible compliment. So It, it really was. But, um, yeah. Hey. Let's... let's uh, Let's let's do as Jake says. Yeah, let's try to squeeze every last ounce out of this rock we can. <laughs> let's tarry no further, Vin. Yeah, let's go to the movies. Yeah, maybe we get some Columbia action and then the Mandalay Tiger. Ooh. And then we go right into the title cards with echoing replayed audio from the first movie. Uh-oh! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not a good start. And it's bad audio, too. <laughs> Yeah, the title cards are pretty lazy, too. It's just like, I don't know, it's just like the the words and then, you know, hook. Yeah, it's a lot of smash cut, like, fucking stuff. This is almost like a first year of, like, someone doing video editing type shit. Oh, yeah. Then we're on a Mary and Jesus statue, and Mel Gibson slides his seat closer, Vin. <laughs> yes, and then there's a shadow, a figure, to start strolling into the church. Yeah, it's Jennifer Love Hewitt. I mean, come on. <laughs> yeah, and guess what, Jake? No bags. Her prayers have been answered, Vin. She turned water into fine. Anyways. What? <laughs> <laughs> she goes to a confessional. She says she's never told anyone this. I mean, except for everyone who watched the first movie. But she killed a man. It was an accident. The priest was like, yeah, yeah, keep going. And it's like, it wasn't actually an accident by the time you got to it, and I don't think you killed him, but whatever. We got a whole movie to figure it out. And she's just like, do I hear, like, a phone dial going off? He's like, yeah, no, it's, that's nothing. He'd be like, yeah, 911, I have a suspected murderer here in my booth. <laughs> Repeat your name again into the tape recorder. I mean, confessional screen. <laughs> Uh, she's like, I've been having horrible dreams. Some guy killed my friends, but he escaped. Which, again, it's like, yeah, so you, you didn't kill him. I mean, you're already getting confused. Whatever. <laughs> and she's like, I guess I just gotta face it and get over it, right? And like, oh yeah, that's the Jennifer Love you and I know. Let's just gloss over that murder. Don't worry about it anymore. Yeah, forget about it. That was last two summers ago. And she going up to a priest and being like, eh, I killed a guy, but like, you probably wouldn't want me to feel bad about it. <laughs> and then the priest is like, eh, Abraham killed his kid. So, you know, like, it's all good here. <laughs> and then God was like, kill your kids. And he looked over his shoulder and he was like, yeah, I'll do that now. <laughs> <laughs> kids, I don't think I can escape God's <laughs> glance right here. So I don't know what to do. <laughs> oh, man. Anyways, the priest is like, yeah, I know. And she's like, what? But how? 
Then he's like, I know what you did last sl- summer. And he slashes at <laughs> the hood. Slumber. They're like, are you drunk? He's like, maybe. Why the fuck are we even making this? It didn't even make that much money. <laughs> oh, whatever. Like, <laughs> just keep it in, whatever. <laughs> Let him get through it. Vinny, I'll have you know Roger Niebuhr does refer to him as the Morton's Fisherman in the review. <laughs> That's so good. <laughs> That's hey, so fucking good. She wakes up in college class. It's a dream. Some putz chases after her to ask if she's okay when she's outside. That's his name. That's it. That's Mr. Putz. <laughs> she tells him she's been having the same dreams as ever. Then her hair gets in her face. Bangs wouldn't do this, she thinks. <laughs> Bitterly <laughs> in her head. <laughs> she's like, I knew I should have went back to those bangs. And everybody's like, no, no. She says she's close to failing out of school, but it's the one-year anniversary, and I'm like, what? Do <laughs> these don't? <laughs> Why are you in school? Is it summer? What are you talking about? I don't understand. No, one of these things is not like the other. <laughs> then they're like, "Yeah, we're in summer class," and I'm like, "Why are there people on this campus? Every college I've ever been to, there's like a handful of people on campus in the summer." Jake has you explained this actually in an episode a while ago i do remember that <laughs> yeah people fucking they empty out man yeah they they book it it is a lonely place meanwhile this place is like party central in the summer yeah although we could tell later that they did not want to pay extras that much as we'll find out when we get to the bahamas <laughs> oh man he's sticking around to study for finals which uh, I guess he's majoring probably in, uh, I don't know, let's call it elaborate revenge. <laughs> you, we'll see. You'll see. <laughs> she strokes his face and tells him he's too good to her. And he's like, <laughs> not really. This is about the time where I was trying to come up with like what Jake could probably name Putz before he named him Putz. And I was like, is this dude friend zone? Yeah, I don't <laughs> believe in friend zone. <laughs> but no. What? Friend zone is usually just ugly guys thinking that, like, if they say a couple nice things, that means they should get sex in return. Womp womp. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, I'm with you guys. Like, it sucks to, like, not have people want to have sex with you. But, like, you, you know, you can still live a full life. A relatively full life. You can live an okay life. I mean, I guess they're looking at the glass really, like, half empty at that point, though. Yeah, but, like, don't look at it too closely, because you'll catch your reflection. <laughs> and she goes through a fence, and Freddie Prince Jr. appears. I toyed with the idea of calling him Freddie Fence Jr. <laughs> <laughs> Freddie Fish Jr., because <laughs> he's still a fisherman. Uh, he wants it... to know about putts. She's like, we're just friends. She goes, she goes, we're friends. I think you'd like him. And it's yeah. like... No oh, guy. Yeah, no, I love all the guys that are trying to have sex with my girlfriend. <laughs> right, it's like, no guys want to hear that. <laughs> I think it's probably what we have in common, which is how much we want to. <laughs> Freddy's like, all guys use the friend first gambit. It's like, it's a good one. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's an opening. <laughs> Slow and steady, buddy. Where's the race? <laughs> He wants to take her home, the place of her two greatest tragedies. And she's like, what? No! 
But he's like, come on, please. He's like, what about the Miss Whatever pageant? Or it's like, where her friend was murdered last year? And he's like, right, right, right. Yeah, it's even stranger that they prop up her dead body on the float. He's like, we should probably kill whoever wins this year. It's a tradition. <laughs> we gotta keep traditions. She's like, why don't you stay here for the fireworks? But he's got boat work to do. Then he hops out of there like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, then his friend's just basically like, dude, you blew it. No, that's way later. Oh, yeah. Whoops. Pity. Oh, no, it's happening. Always trying to undermine the notes. <laughs> then he's like, I don't remember what the movie did this morning. <laughs> It's true, I did watch it this morning. <laughs> she calls after him then, but, you know, like, eh, what are you gonna do? <laughs> he, he's already ten steps away. Yeah, it's true. And she goes to her apartment and locks a million locks so we know she's traumatized. Mm-hmm. And she turns... She turns on none of the layups to guarantee the best jump scare possible. <laughs> yeah, we're about to find out really what this movie is made of real soon <laughs> yeah it's some cheap material then yeah she grabs some snacks and heads to her room and she has a framed picture of sarah michelle geller by her bed she strokes it and remembers that guy they hit good times that's <laughs> such she remembers when she went <laughs> through the roof and we we're partying and everything was great yeah she has a picture of Ryan Phillippe, too, but it's in the bottom of an ashtray. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. She gets down to a tank top and throws a blanket over herself before the boys and some girls can get excited. I love that that's our, like, a new bit we're doing. <laughs> well, I want to be inclusive. Yeah, it's absolutely true. There's a lot of people who enjoy what she's got going on. Let's put it that way. Mm-hmm. She wakes up later when she hears something. The tank top is set to maximum cleavage. <laughs> she grabs a knife for protection. Oh, here comes the hide-and-go-seek. She creeps around the apartment and finds nothing but a shadowy figure. Runs behind her. They do a little more hide-and-seek, and then she sees the clothes are moving in the closet. The Jamie Lee Curtis from Halloween? I'm afraid not, Finn. <laughs> but I'll tell you what, Monica's watching at home being like, get her, get her, get her, because she very nearly stabs Brandy to death. He's <laughs> just trying to borrow a dress. Yeah, she's she like, was... shit, that boy was almost mine. <laughs> and so and later in the movie, she's like, damn, that boy, that's the boy in the video. What can I fight for her? Yeah, that's him. God damn it. It's like, get him, fisherman, get her. Yeah, oh. Jennifer Love Hewitt literally was inches away from stabbing the shit out of this girl. To be fair, Brandy's... I don't... Oh, boy. I don't want to say asking for it. <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> so we guess you know what side Jake is on. I, if my roommate had survived a murder or someone stalked her and then she killed him, I don't think I'd be creeping around my apartment in the dark being like, oh boy, I hope I don't trigger anything with this. That's true, but she also doesn't know that that happened to No, Jennifer. she does. She no. doesn't know all of it. Oh. oh. 
What did she give her then for the basics? It's just like, yada, 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 hit some guy. <laughs> Which, by the way, because of Brandy's personal life later, she's like, I get it. I get hitting <laughs> people and killing them. That boy is mine. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Jeff Love Hewitt tells Brandy she thinks she hurt Freddie Prince Jr.'s feelings. And Brandy essentially tells her he's basic. Yeah, living somewhere podunk, and it's time to move on. Hmm. They're under the club! Makai Pfeiffer is telling Brandy he wants to go talk somewhere private. Then he promises to talk real slow. <laughs> what are we talking yeah, about? We, yeah, it's, we, wait a minute. <laughs> She's going to get up on those uh, handlebars <laughs> if he's going to talk real slow. Practicing his ABCs. Brandy leaves Jennifer Love Hewitt alone with him. Pfeiffer immediately decides to flirt with her a little. He's like, yo, you want to dance? She's like, no. But worryingly, Brandy comes back and says, no means yes. Uh-oh. So Brandy is appropriating date rape. Not good. Yeah. I guess that's why that woman saying, Brandy, don't hit me with your car didn't work. <laughs> no means yes. <laughs> dunk, dunk. <laughs> Did I cross the line? I don't know, but Brandy definitely did when she hit that lady. <laughs> Putz is at the club. <laughs> Putz is at the club. Brandy told him to come. He tries to tell Jeffrey Love Hewitt that it wasn't his idea. Then he goes to get her a drink. She's bobbing her head around waiting for him and sees the 1990s New York Islanders logo up on the balcony. Nice. Vinny, try to imagine this guy walking into the club like that. Just as the fucking Morton's Fisherman. They're like, ID, and then he pulls out the hook, and they're like, ID. <laughs> <laughs> and he raises it slowly. It's like, sir, I need your ID before you hack. The bouncer holds up his hand, and he's like, we got a one fisherman maximum. <laughs> There's just like one guy in there like that already. Oh, he's he's fucking. He's he, dead, he's doing the Roger Rabbit fan. He's getting down. He's partying, man. He's also got like all the ecstasy. You know, he's ready to go. Yeah. He throws it out on little fish lines and then like yanks girls <laughs> back towards him. They think it's an actual dance move, but this dude actually brings the fishing pole to the clubs for that move. Yeah, it's not so fun when the hooks get in their mouths. Anywho, the music gets tense as she goes in pursuit and he disappears. Then she shakes her head. Crazy Jennifer Love Hewitt. <laughs> Did we see him behind her in a strobe light? Nah, it's just a crazy shadow. Dead Puss jump scares her! <laughs> you this think is... Jake's making a funny, but this is literally, like, shot for shot how this happened. And... With, like, fucking, like, stupid music behind it. Where it's like, and... Yeah, imagine you're around a campfire and someone's like, I'm gonna tell you a really scary story. And you're like, okay. And they're like, and you're like, you lead forward to be like, what? And they go, and like, oh, Jesus. And they're like, and you're like, what? And they go, all right, stop it. Yeah. This this movie is just like nothing but this. 
Oh, boy. Anyway, she goes home. Fade to the next morning. She's sleeping peacefully. She can hear someone singing in the other room. It's R&B artist Brandy. <laughs> I like that you wrote that down. We already know it's Brandy. I didn't actually. I'm improvising. Oh. <laughs> There's also a noise in the dryer. Brandy was drying her shoes. What? Yeah, I don't. I've never heard this before, but I did like the little bit where she opens it up and then shoots out right into her arms. And she's like, I love when it happens on the occasion of like, you know, when she opens it up and one of those shoes just shoots out and hits her in her forehead. Yeah, just get like melted plastic all over you. (laughs) 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 Vinny, I hope you're ready for revenge to get very elaborate. There's a call on the phone. It's a radio show. Wow. Brandy's fired up. She makes Jennifer Love Hewitt turn the radio on. (laughs) You know, I hate when that shit happens, when people do that, because then you get hella feedback. Yes. The question is, what's the capital Brazil? These fuckers don't know. Jennifer Love Hewitt finds uh, some coffee grounds, and she's like, Rio... So they say Rio de Janeiro. No, it's not. <laughs> but. <laughs> but they're like, yep, you win. <laughs> You're like, you did it. You win. Yeah. <laughs> you better bring <laughs> two of your most trusting friends. <laughs> Anyways, she won the getaway. And her and Jennifer Love Hewitt are jumping up and down and screaming. And, you know, who's going on the trip? Because we got Mackay Pfeiffer. Uh-huh. Now, Brandy, Jennifer Love Hewitt, is it going to be Putz or is it going to be Freddy Prince Jr.? Only one. Only one gets to go. We cut to the fish yard where Freddy is walking around in a shirt that it looks like he bought that day. And <laughs> yeah, he went down to his local Target and he's like, yeah, that'll do. There's like no dried fish guts on this, Finn. Continuing his streak of not remotely looking like a fisherman. Anyways, John Hawks tells Freddie Prince Jr. he's got a phone. It's Jennifer Love Hewitt. She's pitching him on the trip. She does a sexy tongue roll to try to interest him by being like, you know, we'll have drinks, we'll go to the beach, we'll... <laughs> and that's about how well she manages it. It's accidentally the most adorable thing she's ever done. Yeah, because she's got like this... <laughs> She does like the little hair flip and like while she does that and it's just like how old are you? <laughs> she also is like so clearly delighted to be doing the tug roll for this. She's like this was the day she was most excited about showing up on set. Yeah, cuz they're like you can improvise your line and then she does the tongue roll and everybody in the background is probably cackling like what the fuck was that? They're like is somebody going to tell this ascendant Hollywood star that she can't do that right? <laughs> nope. <laughs> <laughs> nope. We'll just keep it in. He starts throwing a hissy fit because she couldn't go home with him, but now she wants to go to the Bahamas. With <sighs> him? And she's like, yeah, I didn't want to go home to the place with the murders. And he's like, listen, it's really busy here on the boat. I'm not sure I could get away. When he hangs up, his friend John Hawks is like, you're a fucking idiot. Yep. Which everybody else on the planet, too, if they watch this movie, are like, you're fucking stupid, dude. Yep. 
Freddie Prince Jr. is immediately like, yeah, I am an idiot. I, I don't know why I did that. It's just a bad script, I guess. <laughs> He's like, I, you know, I realized that my character, Freddie Prince Jr. of this movie, <laughs> says this line, but I, real life Freddie Prince Jr., would not do that. It's like, I wouldn't treat my wife, Sarah Michelle Gellar, that way. Murdered in the first movie. <laughs> you know, it's it's hilarious to think that, like, this this incredible vengeful plan really was on like the sets of like what if she invited freddie prince jr and the other you know said so person did not end up going oh no he still would have went <laughs> he just would have went on dad's fishing boat spoiler <laughs> hey then he shows john hawks an engagement ring and he's like see i got this ready for her it's like what <laughs> why are you acting like this you idiot yeah He's clearly not good at this. He's like, I should call her back. And Hawks is like, no, you should surprise her. And I'm like, oh, yeah, you're going to like what happens when you do that. They're like, surprise, Jennifer, love you. While she's like, oh, yeah, points. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. (laughs) Freddie Prince Jr. is like, no. And you cut off your bags. She's like, Freddy, wait. Poop, 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 poops. Fuck you. Anywho. <laughs> Freddy, Prince Jr. and Hawks are singing Here I Go Again in the car. And Prince tells Hawks he doesn't sound anything like the singer. Yeah, he's like, you about hit- that for a while. I say he's like, you hit falsetto. It's like, no, you. Down the road, Prince notices a car is pulled over, and he's like, no, no, no. (laughs) This is not adding up. No. Have I gone in the past? (laughs) Hawks is like, maybe we should help, and Prince is like, nah, this is a classic fisherman trap here. (laughs) Hawks is like, what are you fucking talking about? Prince gets out of the car, and he starts creeping towards it. There's a fisherman guy lying in the road. Prince checks, but it's a Mary statue. He shouts back to Hawks, but he's in the process of getting disemboweled. Uh oh. <laughs> Classic bait and switch. Did you feel like the murders in this one were kind of just lazy? Yeah, they were just there. Just like, here's a hook, it's in ya. Yeah. I mean, yeah. like, you know, where's the presentation? <laughs> it just didn't feel like there was a lot of spirit in this movie. Yeah, they were just like, yeah, I guess we gotta do this as they solemnly swung a hook into a guy i mean kind of like how we're doing this episode (laughs) (laughs) don't say that buddy (laughs) i'm giving it more than he did that's true (laughs) jake i'm gonna give it a little bit more of a heave and hoe like (laughs) (sighs) the fisherman gets in the car drives it towards prince and he's like yes finally gonna get him (laughs) (laughs) prince runs away from the car flailing his arms hilariously He's just doing full windmills on both sides (laughs) with his palms pressed out. (laughs) He's like, I don't know. (laughs) I've never been in peril by being chased by a car. How does one run away from a car? (laughs) Yeah, I feel like I'd have like fist clothes and pumping, but like he's doing full on windmills. (laughs) Shirt trail behind him. He outruns the car for a while. Then another truck comes, and he, like, sort of dives into that, and the truck hits the car, and he gets tossed down a hill. Yay! Yep. 
He made it. Maybe. Seems like the fisherman at this point should get out and just like walk down that <laughs> hill and kill him, but whatever. Maybe the fisherman fucking got injured. <laughs> and he's <just> like, <laughs> I was ready to kill him, and then all of a sudden you just see him pass out of the car. Just, <laughs> <laughs> the truck driver's like, oh no, I killed him. And then he's going to dump the body. And then for like the 30 minutes where we don't see him in this movie, it's just because he's hunting down the truck driver to kill him. Perfect. <laughs> This guy just can't go a single summer without somebody hitting him. I think it would be great that if the entire rest of the movie, that's just how it happens. It's like every time the fisherman's trying to get like Freddie Prince or Jennifer Love Hewitt, someone else fucks his day up. Yeah, and his son's like, why don't you just get reflectors for your suit? And he's like, I'll fucking hook you if you ever suggest that again. He's like, reflectors won't go with my slicker. <laughs> I mean, they won't, Finn. All right, Brandy and Jennifer Love Hewitt are waiting in front of the house the next day. Jennifer Love Hewitt still wants Freddie Prince Jr., but he's not coming. Mackay Pfeiffer pulls up in a jeep with putts. He gives a shrug like, oh man, what am I doing here? <laughs> uh, oops. Brandy's like, sorry, but putts is my friend too, and I don't want my ticket to go to waste. Jennifer Love Hewitt decides to get in the mood. We're going to the Bahamas. Yay. Say yay. Yay. Chick, <sighs> <laughs> are you a beachgoer? Nope. Right, so like, you know, what the funny thing is, they're like, we're going to the Bahamas. If that was like the case for me, I'd be like, oh man, I guess. I should say, I like the ocean. I like looking at it. I don't like beaches that much. I feel like in the Bahamas... I can get pretty tanked, like, just looking at the ocean. I, I don't have to go on the actual beach. Yeah, yeah, it'd be like in one of those tiki huts on my, like, third zombie drink, being like, oh, this is fucking, this is thing about Connecticut is just got good pizza. And it's just like, yeah, all right, Trucky, just go fucking sleep it off on the beach. Yeah, I, I don't know what I would be doing, trying to remember old Darkwing Duck commercials. <laughs> I mean, episodes. Anyways, on the plane, Putz is freaking out. Jennifer Love Hewitt's like, trying to think about something happy for my childhood. He gets a little too real, just like, no such thing exists. Okay. <laughs> he's like, always with the boat, the boat, the fishing, the revenge. She's like, what? He's like, never mind. <laughs> he keeps freaking out, but Kai Pfeiffer is like, maybe I should beat the shit out of you. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> I no, mean, <laughs> I guess you should have in, like, retrospect. <laughs> well, he starts, like, listing off statistics of, like, plane crashes and stuff. That's, I mean, yeah, like, that's not cool at all, man. Like, nobody wants to hear that shit. Not while they're flying, no. Yeah, it's, like, one of, like, the last conversations you want to have with somebody. Then we cut to the boat. Pfeiffer is puking there. Putz is dunking on him now. I feel like this is somewhat related to the stereotype about black people not liking water, but uh, I'm just going to go ahead and zip past it. Yeah, yeah, no. I. This is the part where I'm like, racist question mark? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. White people don't like flying. Black people don't like swimming. 
The captain comes out, and I can't make out a single fucking word he says, but he points at the island. Yeah, and yeah, he's trying to, like, <laughs> he's trying to calm down Pfeiffer. He's like, puke over that way. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> Were those words? <laughs> they get to the resort. Some guy fakes an island accent, being like, hello. Allow me to get you anything that you need for your stay. He's that like, is, is, this, is this how the Bahama people speak? I don't know. Right when they leave, this guy's like, damn, I'm gonna hook up with one of those honeys. <laughs> the captain's like, you're a fucking fake, you know that? And I'm like, why are you speaking clearly now, man? <laughs> he can, he's muffled when he's on the ocean. <laughs> Ugh. They spot a, spot a white guy with dreads. He comes right up to Mackay Pfeiffer and reveals himself to be Jack Black. <laughs> That's what he says. He says, how's it going? I'm Jack Black. They're like, you're not famous yet. He's like, it's soon though, right? <laughs> <laughs> it's right around the corner. <laughs> He's like, this is after I got my arm shot off in the jackal, right? He's like, school rocks soon. That's like five years from now. High Fidelity's just in two, so I'm yeah. on the cusp. And then, what was it before that is, uh, something Orange. What the fuck was the name of that movie? Where Orange he County was 2002. Okay, there you go. Anyways, he asks if they're looking for weed. The names Except... he gives are Bat Guano and Cream Jeans. I don't think I'd smoke that. Yeah, Bat, like, <laughs> I'd be like, sure, let me get taste that Bat Guano. And you're like, ugh. This tastes <laughs> awful. It's like, oh, it's actually, that's Bakwano. <laughs> it's Bakwano. Yeah. We gave the bats a lot of weed, though. <laughs> he asked the ladies if they want anything, and Brandy's like, why don't you take a bath? And he's like, that's cold, but also, are you going to be there? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. They go to their hotel, and no one is answering at the desk. Jennifer Love Hewitt tries a maid. But, I don't know, she's like the maid from Get Out and just ignores them. Yeah, yeah, she's trying, and then that w woman literally just walks, she blows right by them, like, get, get out of my fucking way, tourists. Pfeiffer gets behind the desk, but a dog comes at him. Finally, the hotel clerk arrives. It's Jeffrey Combs, which is hilarious, because Vinny thought he was in the last movie. Stanley Tucci? <laughs> <It's so bitch. laughs> oh, I'll tell you something. So, like, Jennifer Love Hewitt just keeps hamming, like, before anybody comes, she's hamming on that fucking bellhop bell, and my dog went apeshit after that. Oh, well, they were ready to uh, tag team Mackay Pfeiffer then, huh? Your dog and the dog on screen? Well, she stopped after because she was like, I don't hear the bell. Then she hears a dog bark, and then she went fucking ballistic again. Vinny, I didn't really keep uh, close attention to the dog. Is this a start-the-clock scenario? No, 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 the dog's fine. It's a Rottweiler. Oh, a rare dog survival. Yeah, yeah, you put that clock away, we're good. Anyways, Jeffrey Combs doesn't seem to like them. He's being real sarcastic about how they're such important guests. I mean, he's also balding, so, you know, life is kind of, like, shitty for Jeffrey Combs right now. He also seems to have a problem with Mackay Pfeiffer, which I'm like, that's definitely racist. <laughs> yeah, that one, yeah, hang that flag up. Then he tells them that, uh, they're like, oh, man, your dog's uh, a real dick. And he's like, this dog shits kids like you out every day. That's <laughs> not a good diet for your dog at all, sir. 
It's just going to lead to health problems down the line. Yeah. He gives a short speech about the hotel, and Pfeiffer's like, it's old, we get it. Then he's like, it'll outlive you, I'm sure. So we're supposed to think he's the murderer. That's, like, kind of the whole deal here. It's pretty lazy, and I don't know, like, not even one second did I feel like Jeffrey Combs was the fucking murderer. (laughs) Nope, not even for a moment. And I was really sad because, like, he's so much fun in The Frighteners and this one, not so much. You're right, yeah. Jeffrey Combs has, like, a lot of energy to him, and he's a really skitty kind of guy in most, like, films that he's in. But, like, this one just felt lifeless. Yeah, a little bit. And he's like, y'all be staying in the honeymoon suites, which Jeffrey Love Hewitt's like, oh, no. <laughs> I don't want to fuck putts. Then he's like, uh, there's not as much staff here as normal because we didn't feel like paying extras. And they're like, what? And he's like, uh, it's storm season, I mean. Yeah, he's like, this is basically our winter season. He's like, so, like, it's going to be, like, four extra characters here, Max. <laughs> what a fucking way to write out extras. I, I gotta say, like, that one, that's pretty clever. But it's hilarious because it's just, like, they were so pumped for this trip to the Bahamas, and then they didn't even know that that existed, which means that they're fucking stupid. Brandy's like muttering like nothing free in this fucking world as they go to the rooms. Then the porter comes out to tell them they don't use these rooms very often. Why? Brandy, uh, I he's just like young folks like you don't like have enough scratch for him. It's like, but like other people do, right? And he's like, oh yeah, probably. I guess it was stupid when I said that. <laughs> Hello. Other dude that looks like the murderer, baby. <laughs> oh, yeah, they worked this one pretty hard. Also never bought it. I mean, like, you knew that it was putts pretty quick, like, early, right? <laughs> yeah, I knew that there was something about him, and then he disappears at some point, and you're like, oh, it's definitely this motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, this turns into, like, low-rent, like, scream knockoff at the end. Like, not really, I know what you did last summer at all. It's almost like they didn't get, you know, the dude to help them write it, but then they're just like, maybe if we just copy a little bit of Scream. They're like, copy the more successful movie if you can. <laughs> Brandy tells them they want a competition to get here, and then she's like, put me and Pfeiffer stuff in one room, and Putz and Jennifer Love Hewitt in the other. Jennifer Love Hewitt's like, no, no, no. But Putz is like, I'll sleep on the couch, I promise. He's like, I'm a little cook. Yeah, I'm fucking put the blanket over me and watch you as you sleep. And... Oh, no, don't. <laughs> Frank Prince Jr. Is, is, what, the... is what you say while you're watching the movie. Like, oh, no. <laughs> Frank Prince Jr. is in the hospital. The doctor is telling the cop what he said about a fisherman. And the cop's like, eh, he's got a concussion. Forget it. Nice. Good police work. He's like, I don't want to have to write anything. A pen ran out of ink, and I don't want to have to go to the store to get another one. It's a real Chief Wiggum kind of moment here. <laughs> As they walk away, Prince is flatlined. <gasps> no, nah, he's not dead. He just jumped out the window. <laughs> I assume that the cop was just like, oh, no. 
ghosts. <laughs> it's like maybe he went to get another pen. <laughs> what a nice guy. Pfeiffer and Putz go to a bar later. It's empty except for the female bartender. Pfeiffer is going through the drinks list. I know that this is Jennifer Esposito, but uh, I'm not going to work that angle Who? so much. Yeah, I, I only remember mostly from uh, Crash. Uh, the bartender. Oh, yeah. Okay. Woof. Sad. The bartender asked them for ID, and then she's like, kidding. And they're like, why are you still here if the season's over? She's like, none of your fucking business. I'm like, all right. <laughs> then she's like, I killed my ex-boyfriend with my bare hands. And they're like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> then she's like, I'm fucking with you again. And it's like, hey, this is just as great as the jump scares of this. <laughs> yeah, she's like, I'm kidding, but I'm serious. And Mackay Pfeiffer's like, I kind of dig it. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, Randy you know, won't give it up. So. Right. <laughs> oh, man. Jennifer Love Hewitt and Brandy arrive. Putz tells Jennifer Love Hewitt she's beautiful. <laughs> then they all try this special Tabasco drink that none of them seem to like. Yeah, I mean, like, there's often times where you can go to the bar and ask the bartender if there's a special that he recommends. I one time went to a local bar and a dude was like, you gotta try this beer, Bixbequa. What is it, tomato juice? He's like, it tastes like tomato soup. And I tried a shot, and then I threw it up later. I bet it was even better coming up, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the bartender points them in the direction of the karaoke machine, where <laughs> I assume someone in a fisherman slicker just leaves after <laughs> being like, sorry, routine maintenance. <laughs> Oh, shit. Yeah, this is uh, about to get real fucking stupid. <laughs> Brandy heads to it, but they didn't pay her enough to sing, so she's putting out a song for Jennifer Love Hewitt. Mm -hmm. Brandy was... puts on I Will Survive, I guess for the irony. <laughs> yeah, again, like, <laughs> I don't think that Brandy's really a good friend. <laughs> I feel like if the fisherman's setting up for, like, which songs they're going to pick, <laughs> he probably had Brandy ready for Freddie Prince Jr. if he came. Uh, Just because he's a fisherman, you know, Brandy, you're fine, <laughs> But my love is a big for the sea. Wait, I still know you did last summer. <laughs> oh, man. Anyways, the lyrics changed, too. I still know what you did last summer. How do you hack it? I don't, yeah. It was like she's singing along. She's having a good time. Then she turns around. She's like, I don't remember the words, which is like, lady, how do you not know the fucking words to I Will Survive? It'd be great if she just breezed past that part and he was like, oh, come on. <laughs> and like, oh, fuck. Well, it was at that point that it was probably Putz. Putz would have to, like, poke her and turn her around to look at the screen. You're like, what does it say? It says something strange. <laughs> yeah, she turns around. And she's like, I don't remember those words to this song. Although it would have been hilarious if she did try singing it. Oh, man. I know what you did last summer. 
<laughs> I I know what you did. Last summer, read that you tried to kill a guy with a bunch of stick nose hooks. Damn it. Yeah, but like, uh oh, all those words are showing up on the screen. Vinny, <laughs> uh, the bartender pulls the plug, which strikes me as very dramatic. It's like you can't just hit off. Yeah, because Jennifer Love Hewitt is like having a panic attack. Uh, the other friends are like, she's crazy. Jennifer Love Hewitt goes back to her room where there's a note waiting for her. As she opens it up, the door opens behind her. It says, jump scare! <laughs> uh, it says surprise. Puts his mind her the champagne bottle he drops. <laughs> no, he he drops a, uh, a bouquet in a glass vase. Into a, no, the champagne bottle too. He had both. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. He broke that bottle before it went off too early, Vid. He's like, no, sorry. You're just a special girl, and I want to give you a special light. She's like, oh, yeah, I'm never going to fuck you. And she strokes his face. (laughs) Sweet thing. Never going to fuck you. And a lot of guys that look like putts are like, oh, man. He's like, I'm just going to go take a walk. Probably crank one out on the beach. <laughs> you know, before the storm comes. The storm should wash away whenever I leave. <laughs> it's all my shame on the beach. Then he picks up one of the roses he dropped and he's like, I really like you. Then he grabs some lube and a sticky magazine and heads out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, which one of these girls looks it's the like, most like you? Like, yep. yep. He looks like at that one. one if you squint a little. Yeah, he looks at one girl. He's like, I guess you'll do. I'm going to have to close my eyes like midway through and try to think of like a mental image here. He's like, some of them the face are close and some of them the breasts are where I want them to be. <laughs> it's tough to find both, though. It's tough to find both. I guess if I flip the pages back and forth. <laughs> Sometimes I rip out the top half of that. I tape it to. <laughs> but, uh, you know, that tape doesn't hold up well to, you know, dampness. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> I prattle on and on. Have a good night. <laughs> <laughs> We hear uh, Brandy and Mackay Pfeiffer squealing and bouncing in the next room. That's yeah, just because we... Brandy is jumping on the bed. <laughs> I was just like, well, someone's having fun. And literally, he's like, yeah, baby, keep jumping. And it's just like, huh? <laughs> like a thing that's never happened. <laughs> Noises people don't make while they're jumping out of bed. Nobody's like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. It's so springy. Oh, 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 oh. It's so comfortable. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think we oh. found it. I think we found the joy in this movie. <laughs> She sees a jacuzzi in the corner, and she's like, let's go to that. And Pfeiffer's like, no, I want to fuck. Or watch you bounce on this bed more. <laughs> it's part of my kink. 
Fake accent is walking along a bridge that night. There's a bunch of cricket and tropical bird noises. He starts pulling a boat towards the dock, but he gets jump scared by Jack Black. Black's like, I think we should take the boat to the mainland and, this is a direct quote, get cheeky with it. Jack Black's like, how much are you going to pay me to say that line? (laughs) He's like, isn't that song like two years old now? And they're like, I don't care. I'm 55. (laughs) (laughs) Like, you dumb kids fucking eat that shit up anyways. Just say it. I just heard uh, Casey Kasem this morning. (laughs) (laughs) This is Casey Kasem playing the hits. Black puts a joint in his mouth and tells Accent he needs to laugh. What? (laughs) (laughs) Sometimes my notes are mysterious to me. Jack Black snuck in there and wrote the note for you. (laughs) Accent gets pulled into the water by the boat rope. When he gets back up, the fisherman is there. He slashes him. Again, it just goes that quick. Yeah, well, he, like, slashes him, but he tells, he basically yells, Jack Black! And after he gets sliced to death, Jack Black looks back and goes, Huh? Fuck it. Yeah, he turns around and narrows his eyes as he smokes the joint, which is pretty fun. <laughs> yeah, it's actually, that's a pretty, like, that's a Jack Black move right there. Yeah, then he does a funny exhale and keeps walking. He's just like, Oh, <gasps> <laughs> <laughs> uh, shit. I, tur- I changed my mind. I love Jack Black in this movie. <laughs> Freddie Prince Jr. is all cut up, and he's on a payphone looking for an international operator. The phone rings at the front desk, but nobody's there to answer. Combs is probably getting... Oh, yeah, I didn't even note this. Yeah, at this point, like, Combs is getting annihilated. <laughs> no, I was gonna say, he's probably getting sucked off by that dog. Because at one point, whether he's talking to them in the first scene, the dog's licking his crotch, and he's going like, Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, so when he was saying he, he has a fine meal of kids, you were saying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He met my boys. <laughs> the maid is checking out of the rooms. When she, notice, when she knocks on one of the doors, she notices some blood on her hands. She checks the laundry and finds it's all over there. Then the door opens. It's the fisherman. He slashes her immediately. Yeah, this is like, hey, you know what? For as, like, as dull as this movie is, at least they're getting shit over real quick. Yeah, it's fucking speed run. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they slashes her again on the ground and drags her away. Mackay Pfeiffer and Brandy are making out in the jacuzzi. But Brandy is concerned about her missing hair tie. She doesn't want to get her hair wet, but she but he's like, I don't care, I wanna fuck. Please. Then, yep. Then in an advised line, he says, We're miles away from anyone and no one can hear you scream. It's like, ooh, not gonna close the deal that way. Sexy. Yep. <laughs> Black surfaces right next to him in the pool, and then he's like, hey, and lights up a joint. Yeah, he was underwater with that joint, and I'm like, wait. (laughs) I think he hit it in his mouth. Oh, it is a classic move right there. Damn, he's good at that. Fuck yeah, Jack Black. And then... I don't, he seems to scope out Pfeiffer's dick, and then he's like, it's all good, as he swims away. (laughs) (laughs) Hey man, no kick shaving. I mean, like, Pfeiffer's dick must be pretty nice. 
Not going to ask you why you're supposing that. They start out, uh, they start making out again, but Putt shows up and gets in the jacuzzi next to them. And Pfeiffer's like, I'll fucking kill you. I'll fucking kill all of you. Yeah, we're just getting Brandy and fucking What's-Her-Nuts, like, freaking hyped up. Brandy tells Putz he shouldn't give up on Jennifer Love Hewitt so easily. More bad advice. Not good. Not, not so good. <laughs> Jennifer Love Hewitt is taking a shower. She hears a bump in the room. She calls out for Putz. Assuming that, like, I guess he's just moved to cranking it by the window. <laughs> he waited till she went to the shower, snuck back in the room, and he's like, this is a good spot. A thump, 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 thump. Putz, is that you? Doom, 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 doom. Yeah, that's him. <laughs> it's so, when she gets out of the shower, the magazine's left in about, like, two or three <laughs> tissue papers on the bed. She just writes, get Windex down on a card. Oh, is this like succession with Rome? Uh, <laughs> we get some POV creeping as she walks around. She doesn't find anything. When she goes back to the bathroom, her toothbrush is missing. I, see the... <laughs> I don't want to know what's going on with that. <laughs> toothbrush is up his ass as he's cranking it. Keep up, Finn. <laughs> we see the fisherman move behind her. And she's back in pursuit. We're doing the hide-and-seek bit. And nothing's in the closet. But something is dripping. Fake, fake exits. Body drops through the ceiling. Yep. Jennifer Love Hewitt runs out to the jacuzzi. And she's like, Pods, it's happening again. And he's like, nah, I already finished. <laughs> he's like, I also probably would not use that toothbrush. <laughs> he's like... But if you do, I'm going to have to go to the beach again. <laughs> Combs is with them in the room and the body is gone. He is unamused. Putz is like, maybe you're just tired. Pfeiffer tells the bartender who pokes her head in that Jennifer Love Hewitt says there's a dead guy, but there's nothing but bathrobes in there. Cool is her answer. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> Cope right. suggests they talk to Accent in the morning when he will definitely turn up. Jennifer Love Hewitt's like, let's leave the island. He's like, the last ferry left. This is fucking Jurassic Park. Hurricane's coming in. Yeah, I mean, it, it happened so abruptly, too. She's like, well, let's call for another boat. He's like, the foes are dead. She picks it up, and he's like, nope. <laughs> it's, this is like a really like shitty area to live in. Because it's just like, well, how the fuck do they go home? Do they just, like, hope to Christ it's not the big one and they end up dying on that island during hurricane season? This is the only way they could think to make the fishermen threatening in this scenario. Is that they're just like, yeah, when you're here, you're kind of stuck. I imagine it's just like, think about it if, like, you lived in Portland, Maine, but during, like, the winter seasons where you're like, no, we're just, you know, stuck here in this frozen hellscape now. There is no escape. Portland, Maine's not that bad. You can go more north than that, man. It's, I mean, like, and it's, it's by a harbor. The shore. It's, it's a harbor town in the winter, man. You're just making shit up. You're just like, I'll just make shit up. Eddie, <laughs> you. She wants to, oh, oh boy. I don't really care about any of this. Well, he tells them we're all spoiled. And then, like, he kind of, like, makes a threatening gesture towards them. But then like, Pfeiffer backs him up. 
Yeah, why I oughta? Why not, Finn? <laughs> it's the best I can do. Outside a storm is rolling in. In a room filled only with candles and books is the porter. He's doing some voodoo, so you know that a white guy wrote this. Yeah, so you know that's a hundred percent racist. He's got Jennifer Love Hewitt's toothbrush. He lights it. He lights it on fire, and a red flame shoots out. He's like, must be from the ass stuff. Jack Black is checking out his weed plants. Everything is coming in swimmingly. He sits on a couch and finds his bong. The fisherman is in the window behind him. As he's looking for his lighter, the fisherman comes up and hooks Black's hand into the table. Now, this is the only good bit of the movie. Yeah. Yeah, this is like the only time where they actually take their time to like flesh this out. Yeah, because Black is pinned to the table. And the fisherman's looking around, and there's, like, five or six different, like, killing instruments. And Black, for each one, is like, oh, no, come on. Yeah, not that one. Oh, dear God, not that one. It's like every single one seems worse. (laughs) There's, like, a machete, a giant knife, that eventually he grabs, like, some shears, and he just stabs him in the chest with it. And that's it. <laughs> yeah, it's over. All right, Vinny, which character? Oh, no, there's more movie. <laughs> Prince is in a sling and he's walking downtown. He finds the dirty cop from Batman Begins. He's pawning the ring. He wants $300 and a gun. The pawn guy gives him a gun and has every reason to believe that this guy just got turned down. He's <laughs> going to shoot the woman who did it. <laughs> Yeah, he gave it to him because he's just like, brother, I've been there. <laughs> what we're trying to say is, change the goddamn gun laws. He's like, hey, maybe you should think this over. You know, there's a waiting period. And Prince is like, nope. <laughs> he's like, well, say no more. $300 for me. So sorry for her. <laughs> he's like, I guess I'm glad that I didn't know her. As soon as Freddie Prince like walks out the gun, he's just like, "Well, let me close up shop and uh, leave town." Oh boy! In the room, then all four kids are sleeping in the same bed. Pfeiffer is grumbling about it because nobody's jumping on it. <laughs> Jeffrey Love Hewitt gets out of bed and checks out the rain machine outside, still working. <laughs> yeah. Pfeiffer asks her if she sees any dead bodies out there. Putz and Brandy are like, stop being a dick. But Jennifer Love Hewitt's like, he's right to be mad. I'm crazy. Brandy sets Pfeiffer off with Putz and she's taking Jennifer Love Hewitt to the gym. Yeah, there was a murder. It's a great time to split up. Well, I mean, they don't believe it, but hey, nothing quite like working up a nice sweat to try to take your mind off all the murder. Pfeiffer and Putz are walking outside and Pfeiffer's like, we need some ping pong paddles. Let's go to the pool boys' room. Putz is like, let's talk about climate change. And everybody in the audience goes, (laughs) 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 It was at that point where a few people got up from the movie theater and were like, done. I'm done. Jennifer Love Hewitt and Brandy get to the gym. And Brandy starts kicking a heavy bag. Jennifer Love Hewitt gets on a treadmill, but she's not into it. And she's like half-heartedly just kind of like, eh. Uh, not gonna make that joke. Let's move on. 
Brandy's like, here's a better idea. Let's hit up the tanning beds. So she takes Jeff Hewitt into another room, turns the machine on, and leaves. Yeah, Jeff she leaves Hewitt her. All by herself. Leaves her in there like, yeah, that'll do. Back to kicking this bag. Yep, Jeff Hewitt is heading off to her bikini scene that was very prominent in the trailer. She gets out her Walkman, which I thought was nice, Vin. I was like, yeah, yeah, all right. That's, I mean, if you're going to lay there for, like, 15 minutes, like, might as well have something in your ears. Brandy is back to hitting the bag, and she hears something in the other room. Something is rattling in the dryer. She's like, Phew. Jeff Love Hewitt likes to make fun, but I guess she loves doing it, too. And it's like, you've literally been with her all day. You know she didn't put anything in that fucking dryer. What are you talking about, movie? Brandy's stupid. Uh, Clearly. Anyways, instead she finds the maid in there. Oops. Did the maid's head shoot out and hit her in the chest like the shoes did? It's like, I hate when it does that. <laughs> I like when it shoots out shoes. You never know which, though, before you open. Oh, <laughs> uh, she screams. Pfeiffer's head to Black's apartment. They open the door and they find him cut up to shit. In the tanning room, the fisherman is here, and he's got his trusty hook with him. Jeffrey Love Hewitt hears something and tries to get out, but he zip-tied the tanning machine closed, so she's stuck in there. <sighs> then he, later in the movie, she's like, I know the porter can't be the killer because he had a chance to kill me and he didn't. Why the fuck is the fisherman just like, and hooked to the belly? I don't know, like, this is, like, the one time where it's, like, he's got her where he wants her. Like, she's totally dead to rights with him. And he's like, nah, I'm gonna fuck around a little longer with her. Yeah, he, like, turned around right in front of the end zone and then started dancing, like, parallel to it. <laughs> and yeah. then Jennifer Love, he was gonna sneak up behind him and strip sick. <laughs> <laughs> this dude tried doing, like, Final Destination here with trapping her in the fucking tanning bed, but I didn't see him, like, crank up the temperature. Yeah. He didn't do our favorite thing, which is setting normal human things to death temperatures. Yeah. All right, anyways, let's see. Uh, Brandy is freaking out in the room she's in because she's padlocked. Then Pfeiffer bursts through the window with a chair, and he gets Brandy out. And Jennifer Love Hewitt is slamming her fists with her chest just kind of jiggling away in there. <laughs> As Pfeiffer tries to lift the tanning bed, but it's still getting hold shut. Then they get like a flashlight or something to knock the thing off. I don't, yeah, I don't the know. The physics of that didn't really work for me, but whatever. No, not really, but who cares? They enter the front desk and Combs is dead too with a machete in his head. I still know it's written in the wall with the blood. The radio is all fucked up. I imagine it's someone who caught that dog sucking him off. No evidence. <laughs> Jennifer Love Hewitt decides to run down to the shore. The boats are gone. She tells him that the fisherman is here to try to kill them. And Pfeiffer's like, nah, bullshit. I'm blaming the old black guy. Puts you want to make the joke, but you just can't. They definitely made sure that he was the one to accuse him. Let's put it that way. That's a good point. <laughs> they had this scene written exactly two other ways. So you're like, nah, that's not going to work. 
Because he wrote it another way, and then it's just like, and then Pfeiffer like yells at them for cultural appropriation. <laughs> he's like, it's the old, it's the old porter, and he's like, why? Why is it the old porter, Butts? Butts is like, he's uh, like, I'm so sorry. Is that your dad? And he's like, why would you think that? And he's like, it would be cool if lots of people had dads that were already characters of this movie. It wasn't a race. <laughs> Just like my dad's in it. He's like, what? He's like, never mind. <clears throat> He's like, you'll find out. He's like, you won't actually. You won't make it that far. But uh, Putz agrees to go with Pfeiffer. Brandy is mad she didn't get the whole story before. Then they grab a big piece of metal to go fuck the porter up. Prince is on a bus heading to Miami. He's hitting up some Percocet, which makes some old lady like go like, oh, tisk 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 in the front of the bus. She's like, always oh, that Freddie Prince Jr. doing drugs. They go in the porter's room and find all the voodoo stuff, and Pfeiffer's like, oh, we got the guy, all right. Jeffrey okay. Love Hewitt finds a shrine, and she tells her friends to look. It's got bones and shit in there. Then Pfeiffer finds Brandy's hair tie, Jennifer Love Hewitt's brush. <laughs> And then he's got his own gold chain, which he's like, oh, come on, man. He's like, oh, shit, he's trying to fuck with me, too. And he goes, look, he even got your toothbrush, Jennifer Love Hewitt. And he sniffs it. He's like, oh. <laughs> now Putz is like, I guess I'll throw that out. <laughs> oh, no, no pockets. I guess I'll have to stick it down the back. Oh, no, I guess I have to go to the bathroom. Hey, like, you hear that buzzing? That... Oh, no, I guess Jennifer Love Hewitt has to call me a very dirty boy. <laughs> oh, Lord. <laughs> Pfeiffer goes off with putts and leaves Brandy and Jennifer Love Hewitt in the lobby when they get back to the hotel. Also insane. <laughs> Jennifer Love Hewitt sees a globe spinning, so she's gotta check that out. Gotta touch it. <laughs> the power cuts out, but the globe keeps spinning, because, you know, it's not electrical. It's just a globe. It's just a fucking globe. The porter pops up next to her, and he's like, Brasilia. She's like, God bless you. <laughs> He's like, oh, that's that's the capital of Brazil. And they're like, you say, wait, no, wait, did you say Brasilia? Yeah, it is. Oh, is it? Yeah, you fucker. <laughs> okay. But he's like, the capital of the United States is the United States. <laughs> Brasilia is the capital of Brazil. Yes. I did not know that. Not Rio. And they're like, oh, no, we've been had. Pfeiffer and Putz come back, and he's like, I didn't kill anyone. He's like, I stole your stuff to protect them. Yeah, sure. He's using that toothbrush, too. <laughs> Putz is like, yeah, that's why I stole it, too. The safest place is in between those cheeks. <laughs> Jaffer Love Hewitt's like, they got the radio answer wrong. Then she does big arms, which is her favorite move. Yeah, she, she does do. <laughs> then she's like, it's the fisherman. He set up a fake radio show or something. So stupid. 
imagine him at home with his ham radio, like, set to that frequency. Like, he's tinkering with the karaoke machine. He's a pretty crafty kind of guy. I mean, he had a whole year to work on it. Oh, Lord. <laughs> Anyways, when they talk about the fisherman, the, porter, it's like, the porter's like, oh, yeah, I know that guy. He used to work here. It's just like, what? <laughs> yeah, that's how he, like, tied him in. He, It's like during the off season of that when he's supposed to be dead, he went to the Bahamas. And he's like, I'm going to get that Jennifer Love Hewitt. And it's like, huh, this seems to be the place. <laughs> Oh, yeah, no, I can see how it would work here. This is the space. <laughs> so they go to his old place on the island, and then we cut to the boat captain getting drunk and watching TV. Prince stumbles in and tells him he needs to go to the island. The captain's like, check out the weather, bro. Yeah, and Fairy Prince here is like, I didn't ask for a weather update, then points the gun at him. <laughs> <laughs> like, what? And he's like, okay, well... I know you didn't ask, but we're getting a tiny rainstorm coming down my shorts right now. <laughs> <laughs> I suspect it'll be a cold front moving in <laughs> in a couple of minutes. It is slight cloudiness of shame. <laughs> <laughs> Man. Porter is giving some exposition on the way out. He's like, the fisherman had a wife. A boy and a girl, and the wife got killed. And we're like, okay, so the girl got killed in the first... Oh, no, okay. Oh, no. Yeah, wait, oh, no, no, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> so they're like, people say she was cheating on him, and then he killed her. And it's like, oh, I didn't need backstory for the fisherman. What are yeah. we doing here, guys? Yeah. <laughs> if you we were going to give backstory, would you want to give it in the first one? And they didn't. And I wonder if they were just like, see, that's why that movie failed. We're going to give people an insight to the fisherman like they always wanted. I don't know if you remember, but they actually did have like a really over elaborate story for the fisherman in the first one. I must have not cared enough to pay attention. It was, oh man, what happened? Somebody killed his son in a car accident so that he killed them, I feel like. His son tried committing fucking suicide. No, no, no. The son killed his daughter. That was it. And then the son went to commit suicide and instead he killed the son. Here's what happened, Vin. He had a <laughs> yeah. tiny spot on his spine... That said he was going to die from drowning, right? Yeah. So actually, when he tossed him in the ocean, uh, it wasn't the ocean that did it. He, it would have happened anyways. Oh, okay then. Yeah, no, that makes perfect sense. Uh, anyways, oh god, I can't believe we just swam into the first one and then started drowning. <laughs> That's how we died. I'm like, ooh, rough waters. <laughs> oh, what's happening here? Oh. Jeffrey Love Hewitt goes to check out the grave of the wife. On one of the gravestones is all their names in a fresh dog grave. Except for putts. Sure, it's not a coincidence. Yeah, yeah. Well, that would have been funny if he did write that. And then putts for a moment is just like, wait, what? <laughs> like, hold on. <laughs> Crosses it off. He's like, silly dad. <laughs> Jeffrey Love forgetful. Jeffrey Love Hewitt does big arms in the raid. Come and get me, fisherman. 
Yeah, she's like screaming into the heavens like, You want me? I'm ready for you. And I had to stop the movie, rewind it, and listen to it again. <laughs> oh, pure acting. Anyways, while she's putting on that display, the porter disappears. <laughs> the putz yeah, is like, let's go find him. And then he runs off into the night. And then he's like, hold on. Let me get my fisherman's costume. I need it for the finale. And she's like, what? And he goes, you didn't hear me. As he runs away and you hear a faint little... He's like, maybe you should have fucked me. <laughs> the other three go to the kitchen and grab some knives for protection. Jeffrey Love Hewitt gets kind of spacey with a knife. Or at least she, like, tries to. Now Pfeiffer's like, can you handle this? And she's like, what? What, this script? I mean, not really. <laughs> Pfeiffer's like, let's go to the pantry. They're like, is that the best place to hide? He's like, no, I'm hungry. Aren't we all? Yeah. Yep, good enough. At the shore, Porter has a boat. Putz is like, oh, cool, a boat. But Porter's like, nope, not for you. And smacks him (laughs) in the head with an oar. (laughs) Pfeiffer's the only hungry one, but then they hear something. He gets a knife, and it's a rat in the freezer. Gross. Also it's, sad. Despite all its geezer, it's still just a random freezer. <laughs> <laughs> then the wait, what happens? Oh, then the bartender whacks it with the rolling pin. Everyone's getting whacked by surprise now. Yeah, every no head is safe from a good whacking. Back on the boat, Prince is heading through the storm, sailing right next to Mark Wahlberg and George Clooney. <laughs> Bartender apologizes for hitting Pfeiffer. She points out nobody was dying on this island until they showed up. It's like, bullshit. I heard some guy killed his wife. She goes, allegedly. But I most definitely killed my boyfriend on this island. The bartender's like, who's doing this? But man, we've already done that exposition. So they're just like, "Uh, it'll take too long. Yeah, it's like, come on, hurry up, movie. Let's go here. Double time. Pfeiffer says he's tired and hungry. Then the fisherman drops out of nowhere just to hook him through the deck. Fisherman got sick and tired of hearing him bitching about being hungry. <laughs> yeah, what did he drop out of? It's like, what do they call that? Like an oven hood? I, what? I guess, yeah. It's like for an industrial oven. It's how it lets, like, warm air out. Oh, the like one of the vents. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, boy. He must have had to have been pretty, like, like propped himself up inside there and just waited for the right moment. It's like, I'm fucking, I'm cramping. I hope they get over here soon. Yeah, he's like one of those Garfields that, like, sticks to the back of your car. <laughs> <laughs> All four limbs pointed out in order to keep him up there. Like, they started shaking because he was like, I want to hear what the bartender has to say. <laughs> oh, Lord. The ladies flee and run upstairs. Big mistake, as he pursues them. Then they climb into an attic, and he almost hooks Brandy's leg. They all get up there. The door won't fully latch, but they're moving. Oh my god, Vinny, there's so much of this bullshit left. Alright, we'll keep moving, keep moving. Jabber Love Hewitt notices there's a spot to look down into her bedroom. And so many spent toothbrushes up there. (laughs) 
She's like, man, you know, like, I was wondering. I brought about three of them with me. <laughs> Brandy falls through the ceiling as the fisherman climbs up. Then he takes a swing at Brandy because he fell with her. And let's see, they're in the bedroom. He's chasing Brandy out into the porch. Yeah. She jumps off onto a glass <laughs> ceiling of a greenhouse, yeah, I think. I don't know. I mean, I yeah, I, there's a greenhouse here. Yep, the glass starts cracking and she falls below. Yeah. And Jennifer Love Hewitt and Bartender are on the move. And Jennifer Love Hewitt has sent her cle- cleavage to Jiggly. <laughs> she has like a little switch, like a... She's <laughs> like, hold on. All right, yep. And about 50 million to the box office. <laughs> bounce, 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 bounce. All right, too far, Vin, too far. <laughs> Brandy wakes up in the greenhouse, most likely with her ass cut to shit. Yeah, she went through it, and she's, like, acting as if, like, it was a minor sprain. Yeah, or if you, like, missed one step on your stairs. Oh, but you know what, though? When you fall down, like, steps like that, sometimes you just want to lay there and, like, shame and just be like, I can't fucking believe I did that. Ugh. She gets to the door, but it's locked. Bartender and Jennifer Love Hewitt find her, and Bartender is looking for the key. As Fisherman arrives and advances slowly. Jennifer Love Hewitt finds a fire axe and she gives the door a few hits with it. And Brandy climbs through the glass and gets a hook in her shoe. But she's alright. <laughs> They're running to the storm shelter. Which is like a basement of this. Which I'm like, nah, in a hurricane, that's the first thing that would flood. Yeah, yeah, pretty stupid. Plus... Why would there be, like, a basement in the Bahamas at all? Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Under sea level. Not a great idea. Oh, well. (laughs) They're running to... Yeah, wait. Uh, Brandy thinks so. What? (laughs) Oh, You're drowning, man. Oh, man. I hate it. I hate it so much. Jammer Love Hewitt tells Brandy to be like, hey, grab my hand. And Brandy's like, I've already grabbed your hand. Then they turn the lights on. It turns out she's holding hands with the dead lady. Fun. Yep, all the dead bodies are down there. Putt shows up. He's like, we gotta leave. And he's like, the porter attacked me. He wants to go to the hotel again. He's like, the fisherman's on the other side of the island. I think we're safe. Because he's like, I don't know put up a sign saying i won't come back (laughs) they're like well sounds uh legit to me uh let's see uh man oh when they get back to the hotel they're like you're bleeding from the stomach so the bartender goes to get a first aid kit and brandy's going with her doesn't make any sense who cares let's move on (laughs) jeffrey love hewitt tells him he's gonna be okay and she's like, yeah, there's blood everywhere, but I can't find the wound. Then yeah. Putz is like, that's because it's not my blood. Which, like, seems very similar to, like, the end of Scream, by the way, Vid. Yeah, again, stolen writing. At least yeah, this time he's not, like, cornstarch. And she's like, what? He's like, all right, I'm not into movies in this one. <laughs> yeah, no, he's like, that's not my blood. <laughs> Yep, now he gives her a big villain smile as she does the slow back away. Then he does the radio voice to be like, What's your favorite radio station, Jennifer Love Hewitt? She's like, What? (laughs) He's like, God fucking, how do you not, it's me. He's like, I 
wait, hold on. <laughs> She's like, hold on. Okay, wait. <laughs> In order to get me, <laughs> you enrolled in college. You befriended my friend who literally said, oh, he's my friend. That's why I'm trying to set him up with you. So, like, you set out to befriend my roommate first, all right? You got a job at a radio station. I guess you tricked me into listening to it. It became my favorite program. <laughs> Just to get me down here to the island where I'm not murdered immediately, but you follow me around for a few days, even though we were literally alone several times. He's like, yep. Yeah, yeah, basically, yeah. She goes, I have only one question for you. Who's manning the radio station? He's like, no! <laughs> it's nothing but dead air right now. Like, oh, shit, I knew I should have put the fucking auto feed on. Vinny, uh, I just dropped the notes. You want to try to get through the rest of it? So... At this point, he's just, like, he fucking, like, says, like, this shit because, like, he says his name in here. He goes, my last name is Benson. Actually, it's yeah. Ben Son. Get it? Because, <laughs> you know, the fisherman. Yeah, they really uh, uh, did the uh, Tom Marvolo thing from, like, <laughs> Harry Potter. But they're, like, it's in the same order. And Vinny, for the sake of this, let's say his last name is Fisherman's son. Fisherman's son. And then that's when the fisherman shows up. Yep. And he's like, hey, Dad, I got her. Huh? So they take her down to, to the, the graves, maybe. Yeah. Well, yeah, the yeah. fisherman, he kills the bartender first. Yeah, yeah. She's there. Who cares? Anyways, yeah. <laughs> they go, they're going down to the gravesite where basically his wife, you know, his gravesite is shit. And, you know, he's doing his villainous things like, Time to die, Jennifer Love Hewitt. He's like, I've what, been waiting for this from last year. I still know what you did last summer. She's like, it was the summer before. And he's like, I still know what you did two summers ago. Son of a bitch, shut up. Let me do my thing, all right? You fuck. I didn't get a chance to do lines in this movie. Let me do it. And then... Freddie Prince Jr. shows up, and he's got a gun. And they're immediately like, bullshit, pussy, you'll never do it. And he's just like, you think I would do it? I'm gonna do it. I'm Freddie Prince Jr., goddammit. Yeah, he immediately doesn't remember the safety, so he's just like, click, 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 click. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, so, he's an idiot. So there's a tussle. Yeah, he fights Fisherman's son. Yep. <laughs> And Fisherman's son, like, they have, like, a couple, they exchange blows, then Freddy rushes at him, Fisherman's son drops him with the clothesline, <laughs> which you know Freddy appreciated because of his wrestling stuff. That's a good point, yeah. <laughs> then they do this bit where, let's see, as they're watching this, Jennifer Love Hewitt bites the Fisherman's hand and gets away. Yeah. And then they're like... They got Freddy on the ground, and Fisherman's son's like, Dad, do you want to finish him off? And he's like, yeah, yeah, hold him for me. So they do the Shawn Michaels diesel bit where the son holds Freddy Prince Jr. as he's like, let me get the hook ready. I'm going right into him. And that last second, Freddy dives out of the way, and he stabs his son. 
Yeah, and then, like, the fisherman, he, like, doesn't seem incredibly bothered by it. Like, yeah. He seems perturbed, let's say. <laughs> Slightly. He's but like, oh! <laughs> I wasted a good hooking on my son. That was my favorite radio program. <laughs> it played all of my favorite tunes, which I ironically are Jennifer Love Hewitt's favorite tunes. Because it's the only way to get her interested. As he's about to go back into his villain speech, Jennifer Love Hewitt unloads a clip onto him, and he falls back down into the grave where she just keeps shooting him. The gun has, I don't know, let's say 70 bullets in it for some yeah. reason. She's yelling at him, just fucking die. She's like, I'm moving on to better stuff after this. Can't hardly wait. Heartbreakers. That's pretty much the end of my career after that. Yeah. Where are you now, Jennifer Love Hewitt? She's at one of those 911 shows. Oh, you're fucking right. Well, that's the end of her career. <laughs> Anyways, what happens? It's the next day. Yeah. It's nice out, but there's, like, garbage everywhere. Brandy comes out of nowhere to be like, it's me, Brandy, I'm still alive. And they're like, yay! Then a helicopter shows up for the Coast Guard and says, stay there. Yay! Cut to the suburbs. A lady's getting the mail. Are we supposed to pretend it's not Jennifer Love Hewitt? Too fucking bad. <laughs> Yeah, at this point, who cares? Her and Freddie Prince Jr. are settling in for bed where they have matching tank tops, although she wears hers a little bit better than he does. Yeah, and, and Freddie Prince Jr., you know, goes to the bathroom and, well, he's using Jennifer Love Hewitt's toothbrush. <laughs> he sure is. It's like, taste right. <laughs> So he, Jennifer Love Hewitt gives him like a kiss and she's on her way to the bedroom and he's just like, don't go to sleep yet. Because he wants some. But he's brushing his teeth and whatnot. Jennifer Love Hewitt's kind of just like patiently waiting and then she yells back at him because she thinks she hears something, but he doesn't answer because he's really enjoying that toothbrush. <laughs> so much so that when he's finished up, he says, man, I love this thing. I'm not fucking kidding. He says that line. He literally does. <laughs> I was like, what are we doing? End this movie. Jennifer Love Hewitt gets up and meanders around the house looking for where that fucking sound came from. Yeah, she finds an open window where she shuts and she's not immediately like, get the fuck out of the house. Yeah, nope, nope, nope. Just like that fucking dude in Malignant. So she sits down in a chair, and then she can see the fisherman hiding under the chair in a mirror. Just like, oh shit. <laughs> yeah. So he grabs her by the leg and starts dragging her, and... It's over! Yeah, we fucking did it. Whew! Yeah, there's some lazy hook swipes there on the end ourselves there. <laughs> Guess so, but you know what? We fucking did it. <laughs> All right, Vinny, if you were anyone in this movie... Oh, wait, no, no hold you on. Got... Oh, my boy. God. Let's ask the interview, because, like, we know the answer, but... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Vinny, you have to ask me. I'll ask you the eternal question, because I selected the movie. Did I scare you? Fuck no. God, no. Nope. I yeah. was annoyed. I was bored. 
I was sometime interested in the many positive attributes of Jennifer Love Hewitt, but no. Yeah. It didn't scare me for sure. No, this movie felt very plain, and it's not even like a paint by the number. Well, I mean, it kind of was, because it's like they stole a little bit of it from fucking Scream, but... Yeah, you know, Vinny, I thought I hated the first one until I saw this one, and then I was like, that's goddamn Citizen Kane compared to this. Yeah, it really is. There's a lot more interesting, funny, fucked up things in the first one. This one, it was just like, oh my god, this has nothing. Nope, pretty rough. Yeah. Okay. Alright, Vinny, if you were anyone in this movie, who would you be? Don't say the guy jamming that toothbrush up his... <laughs> Because firstly, he what, didn't actually do that. What if I would say, I what if I want you? Think, yeah, you can't prove that. The camera's cut away from him a couple of times. No, I would probably be. I can't say Jeffrey Combs because I do not allow my dog to do such awful things to me. That's all. I don't know who I would be in this fucking movie. This is. A tough choice. I guess I'm Freddie Prince Jr. <laughs> because I too would not be able to fucking remember how to use a gun at the moment that it matters the most. Fair enough. I think I'd be fake accent because I'd also be tempted down there to start adopting one. <laughs> I want to say Jack Black, but I'm not nearly as cool and dorky as Jack Black. Yeah, I, I would never wear dreads, and I certainly would never never approach Mackay Pfeiffer if I made the unfortunate decision to wear that. Yeah, to tell him that, do you want to smoke back guano? Like, what? <laughs> or creamed jeans. <laughs> Whatever that fucking beats. Alright, gifable moment. It's Jack Black fucking doing the look back and puffing on his joint. <laughs> <laughs> You're right, Vin. And that works for Anything that you think is kind of suspicious. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> you're like, eh. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty good. And then Jennifer Love Hewitt trying to do the tongue roll thing because her face looks so delighted. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe the happiest moment of her life. That's a good one. That's I like that one. Yeah. Because other than that, I can't say any of the murders because they went by too fucking quick. Um, boy. Yeah, I mean that's about it, right? That's that's nah, all. you, you kind of took the two good ones. Yeah. Uh, I guess Jeff for Love Hewitt doing big arms. That's always a classic. Yeah, her screaming in the rain. That's Anytime a good one. you're waiting for anything. Yeah, for sure. For right, Vinny, sure. Do we have any mail this week? Da, 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 da. Hmm? Negative Batman. Oh no, we have one piece of mail that says, Dear Jacob Vin, it's me, Jennifer Love Hewitt. I oh. got rid of the bags. You're welcome. Oh man, she's a listener. I didn't know. Wow. Wow, yeah, I would have been way meaner if I knew she was a listener. I, I know, right? Because that's usually what we do. We treat you guys like garbage. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, so I, we get email. Uh, where could people email us if they wanted to do so? If you wanted to email us, you could do so by dropping an email on our email, 
disbypod at gmail.com. That's disbypod at gmail.com. And Vinny, if instead they want to reach us on Instagram or Twitter, our Instagram is Did I Scare You Pod, and our Twitter is Dis by Pod. And if you would like to follow me on Instagram, you could do so by following Vin Vile. I gave the wrong <laughs> screen <laughs> name for my Instagram last week. Oh, you! I'm fucked not gonna up. even try again. So don't worry about it. Jake barely uses Instagram, honestly. I got a few. I got a few. Um. All right, Vinny. It uh, has come to the point of the week where you select the movie for ne- next week. What will we be watching? Well, Jake, I'm going to take us from uh, a place of, like, the Bahamas. You know, it's nice and kind of, like, wet and, like, sunny and whatnot to a place that's incredibly fucking dry and hot. Some would say it's got a lot to do with hills. Do you catch my drift? No, this is terrible fucking... You know, I, uh, f- screw it. Dump it, cut it. We're doing uh, The Hills Have Eyes, the 1977 version. Oh, all right. The remake was actually directed by the uh, the guy who did uh, High Tension. Oh, well, I guess I'm glad we didn't end up going that route. <laughs> or sad, I don't know. Um. Okay, yeah, that's an interesting one. Have you ever seen it? No, but I have listened to the weekend song so many times. <laughs> the hills have eyes. The hills have eyes. Who are you? Yeah, it's, that's how it goes. Mm-hmm. That's right. I'm going to call him up, see if you could do some falsettos for him. This is, uh, you got to wait a few hours because, uh, I only call you when it's half past five. That's a good album. <laughs> uh, I love the weekend. Yeah, uh, all right, that, especially uh, when he's getting that handy J from what's her face from. <laughs> yeah, that crazy lady. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, Boy, she adjusted chance. down. Uh, <laughs> yeah. What did I think of her in that movie after it? But anyways, uh, you have been listening to Did I Scare You? And I have been your host, Jake Albrecht. And I am his co-host and America's littlest brother, Vin. And hey, thanks for the ride, lady. How you doing, lady? Thanks. Thanks for the ride. Thanks for the ride, lady. Thanks for the ride, lady. Thanks for the ride. Thanks for the ride, lady. Thanks for the ride. Thanks for the ride, lady. Come closer. Never.